players in all sorts of predicaments as the final round looms on the 360 agenda. The Swans take up the fight for the finals for their most important defender. Tom McCartan fronts the tribunal challenging a two-match ban. A challenging season for Port Adelaide's captain will be his last. Tom Jonas to fight for a place in the finals campaign before bowing out. And Players' Night is laden with superstars. Christian Petrarca with the Demons locked into the top four. And Toby Green as the Giants search for that one more win. I'm Jared Waitley, he's Mark Robinson. This Tuesday night, it's footy from all angles. Hello, Robbo. Hello, Jared. I went back and watched the weekend forecast. Yeah. And you predicted your own downfall. I know, Dr Robinson. I told you. I told you on Wednesday... Did you hear me have that little cough on Tuesday? <laughs> when I was interviewing, we were interviewing someone, <laughs> and I went, cough, <laughs> and I thought, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> then Wednesday got worse, and I told you, don't worry me, it's going to be bad. And it got bad, and then I'm OK today. I've got my tissues, though. OK. Might just leave them up there between <laughs> us. So I'm quite eager yeah. to hear your... Last night was a blockbuster night with stories everywhere. Yeah, I'm I said it, home. eager to hear your view. Oh, well, my view. So where are you on the Adelaide? Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, I watched failure. on the couch, the reserves first, <laughs> and I tuned into the senior match, the which was AFL 360, failure, and heard you talk for 15 minutes about the score. <laughs> I was review. so eager for failure. you to be here. I thought I was going to that. be Tim Rogers poor and say, "Come on, move poor on, old move Jordan on." Jordan got stuck with that. Oh, he was staring at me. He done all these years. <laughs> all I wanted to say to you, Robbo, last night was you've never cared around the score review until it stuffed the season. Yeah. That was all. I watched Jordan last night and he sat there like this staring at you for 12 minutes. Yeah. I said, say something. I could have gone. Say something. Tell me your view. Oh, oh it was a debacle. I mean, this whimsical game that we call footy, it's just no longer, no longer whimsical. We've got to deal with the, um, the scoring in our game and... Whatever happens, Jared, it's not going to stay the same. Let's be honest. We know that. Now there's a couple of things floating around. One that emerged today. We wanted to quicken up the game, didn't we? Get it, move it on, move it on, move it on. Maybe we wound it back. Maybe you have to... So go back wipe, to the flag uh, waving. Maybe go back to the flag waving. You can't kick until the flag waving's finished, which gives the arc a quick moment to do Eight seconds, work. right? Eight seconds. That's all we need. Now, I don't mind it going forward and calling it back and going to the centre of the ground and resetting the clock. That is not an issue with me. But just let the score, wave the flag, save eight seconds. In the pursuit of speed, right, we are sacrificing accuracy of scores with speeding the game. Just wind it back a fraction. The player will still get it and run off and run 30 metres and kick it to the fat part of the ground. That, to me, of all the recommendations I heard since the debacle, that's the one that sat the most comfortable and, and with me. And you could do that. For the final series. I could do, do you, it right now. Yeah. Absolutely, we could do it right now. Yeah. Do you think... So if we took the view for the final series, yep. would you do it? Yep. yep. Because we can't have that... I know no, it's a million to one, but a million to one shot just got up. That's right, and it affected okay. the season. So we, we want change now. In the AFL, you've got the power to do it. So make it for the final series. We're going to wave, wave the flags... And then you can do whatever you like. Do you know, in all, so there were so many suggestions yep. on radio today. In all, there was actually a, a thread for playing the 71 seconds, taking the two teams back. And I thought, oh, you can't do that. And you, then you got sucked in, did we you? found an NBA precedent 
where a month later, two teams where there'd been a mistake around Shaquille O'Neal getting fouled out, they yeah. played the 51.4 seconds again. Well, that's a joke. A month on. That's a joke. Nobody scored. And how did you go seeing Damien Hardwick and his son's polo? Oh, I've got no problem with that. I, you know, the footy's made up of good people and, and, and people who want to take on new challenges. That's what everyone does in life every day of the week. It's fantastic for the Gold Coast Suns. He spoke really candidly. It was a really good interview with you. You didn't let Jordan have a word to say last <laughs> night during that interview either. But, um, and that's just a gag. But he, he spoke quite honestly about it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world and he feels for Stuart Jew. But, God, everyone either gets sacked or they walk. And Stuart Jew got sacked and he, he steps in. I'm more curious about how... You cannot transfer culture from one club to another, right? It's difficult transferring it from one group of players to the next group of players at the same club. So he, how does he transfer, for example, the HHH, which Jack Rewalt spoke so passionately about how it clicked into gear, it worked for Richmond. Yep. What's going to work for the Gold Coast Suns to take them from here to here? Does he do the same or does he come up with something new? So we're going to see an evolution of a premiership coach. Let's get into our work tonight, shall we? This Here's how we have it lined up for NIB. Christian Petrarca, Toby Green, Michael Long's going to join us in the studio. He is about to reenact the long walk to Canberra. Matt Johnson is the rising star. We're going to play a little bit of real or overreaction because there's fertile for while, ground for that. We? No, we haven't. I enjoy a bit of real or overreaction. Let's get there, there's a bit to play with there. And then tomorrow night, so St Kilda Royalty, there's a film being Barry made about Brain. the 66... Premiership, Ross a Smith. documentary. So Barry Breen and Ross Smith, two of the great men of football. We're going to start turning say. Wednesdays into an hour and a half, mate. <laughs> Watch listers and four wallers will be under the stick Look right from the start. Wow. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Give me a Tuesday love. My Tuesday love, Jared, is a guy that we had on last Tuesday night and, and we really like him because he's, he's part of our family. We don't say that lightly. Um, Lockie Neal. We put it on him about his form. He spoke as honestly as he possibly could. We're all sore, so that is absolute indication that he's been carrying. But as all great players do when they get stung a little bit, not by us, but by stung by the football community, because the club's looking at their best players to perform, you either step up or you step down. And not for the first time, Jared, Lockie Neal stepped up. Now, he's got a really big month ahead of himself. He hasn't won a flag. He's one of the best players in the competition. He hasn't reached the heights that he's hoped to, to reach this year. So he's got an opportunity now for this final series to start as co-captain of that football club to really etch his name into the history books of the AFL. He's got a Brownlow medal. And if Lockie can hold that form and take it through to a premiership, he goes from here to here. to here. So well done to Lockie. Now. I enjoyed Chris Fagan's... Just little insight, either deliberately or accidentally. Yeah. He said to him, if it had helped, you can have a week off. And oh, that, was, yeah. that, that was perfect, he, he just, it? Everyone jibbed him and he, and he yeah. got it. You? Well, Saturday was perfectly staged around Trent Cochin and Jack Revolt. Jack wore the vest for Fox Footy. So next Tuesday night, we're going to be able to put you right in the middle of this farewell. Brother, brother. Yeah, hold him up. Brother, 
Do you want to kick a goal? Pops, do you want to kick it? Do you want to kick a goal? You gotta get your ball. That's when our Fox footy access is at its absolute best. Oh, he only understands the media, Jack. How's that? If it wasn't what wasn't um, clear to then was when he and Dustin Martin grabbed each other and told yeah. each other they loved each other. That wasn't for the cameras. No. That was two blokes that spent 15 years together, winning flags, going through heartache. And, yeah, that's going to be... That'll be. I think that could be pretty powerful. Yeah, so next Tuesday next night week? we'll tell you more about it in the lead-up. Well done, Jack. Let's get into the agenda. And at the top of it, it is a vital night at the tribunal for the Sydney Swans and their elimination final prospects. Their key defender, Tom McCartan, was suspended for two matches for a bump which left Shane McAdam with a depressed fracture of the cheekbone that did require surgery. This went through the MRO and saw McCartan bound from round 24 and the elimination final. The Swans took up the challenge tonight. They have good form in this area. David Zita has followed the case for us. David, welcome. Thanks, Jared. How did it unfold? Well, it unfolded with another win for the Sydney Swans. Tom McCartan is free to play against Melbourne this week and crucially in the elimination final in three weeks' time. So uh, Tom McCartan and the Sydney Swans argued that this was not a bump and if it was, it was done reasonably within the circumstances and was reasonably contesting the ball. So Tom McCartan himself gave evidence. He said he was pressing up to try and get a ground ball with Shane McAdam. Then the ball turned sharply to the left and that is what caused the movement and the change of direction. McCartan said he had his eyes on the football at all times. He said, I did not bump. I did not brace for contact. I was only ever looking at the footy. It was my job to go at pace to win the ball. And then as the ball moved, I reacted to that. So the AFL, it argued that McCartan turned and tucked his shoulder and this was an election to bump. They said he could have minimised impact by taking shorter steps. The Swans came armed with some GPS numbers saying that there was a 33% degree change of direction and a 43% drop of velocity in the half step before contact. So they said he was following the ball and was in front of the contest. McAdam turned back and accidentally caused contact by that. So the tribunal deliberated for about 40 minutes, relatively short by their standards. They came back and they said they'd looked at the footage from all angles in true 360 fashion. Uh, they were not satisfied that this was a bump. They said the ball deviated sharply. McCartan turned to follow the ball and then ride inevitable contact with McAdam. It was this sharp deviation of the direction of the ball that was instrumental in the fact that the players came into contact in the way that they did. His conduct, Tom McCartan's that is, was reasonable in the circumstances. So Duncan Miller, the Sydney Swans legal rep, has another win and the Sydney Swans have another key defender at their disposal this week and then in the first final. The bumps are not easy to beat, David, so they <laughs> did it with Dane Rampey against the odds a couple of weeks ago as well. <coughs> they, they did indeed. They did in, You're having the Robbos now. Uh, they did indeed. So, uh, yes, Sydney Swans, uh, they've had some good fortune at the tribunal, which is not what you can say for a lot of clubs, but the Sydney Swans, they're, they're going well in the key defender stakes at tribunal hearings. Hello, people. Matty Johns here from the Matty Johns podcast. And if it's rugby league, you love every Tuesday. You eat your fix of the latest news, insights and analysis from myself. And one of the sharpest minds in the game, except me, of course, Cooper Cronk. And on Fridays, I throw open the doors to the circus that is the Johns family with Patricia, Jack and Cooper. I am known in that neighbourhood now in St Ives as Piss and Boots. <laughs> Whether you're a footy fanatic or just along for the banter, there's never a dull moment on the Matty Johns podcast. Search for us wherever you eat your podcasts.
Terrific, David. Thank you. If you bring me down here before September, you'll never. Don't look at me. I've just come. Out. I've just got out of the um, flu, mate. So, so what? I agree with that finding. I yep. So do I. Watched a lot of the case. It was a very well reasoned argument, yep. and, and, and the great depth was provided um, by the chairman to explain why it, it wasn't a bump. It, and so this is where there is an accident in the game, and it's it has a severe outcome. Is McAdam said surgery, depressed fracture. Yeah, no, it's a big, it's a big hit. It wasn't a bump. The ball took a little bit jagged to the right, and to think that they argued that he didn't slow down, I think he did slow down, and I did think McCartan took shorter steps. He, he could have kept on going and really ploughed through him, but he didn't. He, he, he tried to make amends. He went direction of the bouncing ball. Can you remember when, and, and you and others were saying it was like 23 to 2 with a bump, and... You hit yeah. him in the head. I think as the season's gone on, the tribunal has become a lot more common sense, I think, rather than the trigger reaction, bang, head, you're out. I think they've got a lot more common sense in their adjudications. Yeah. So, um, and... It's it, unfortunate you know, it's for Academy. It is, it is. Very unfortunate. It's huge for Sydney. Oh, yeah. Um, it, whether it's a home elimination final or an away elimination final, is his presence or absence absolutely tips how fancy they'd be. Yeah, it will. It will. Well done, Sydney. Big result for them. The retirement class is growing by the day at the moment. Port Adelaide's captain Tom Jonas today confirmed that this season will be his last and right now he is in the battle of his career to be part of this campaign with Port Adelaide. I think there's a game late in September that we'll probably hang around for. So that's what it looks like for us. Um, where I sit in the scheme of things, I'm just going to continue to try and play the best footy I can play for the for the group each week. Um, what happens with selection is out of my control, but I've got full, you know, trust and confidence in Kenny making the right call for the club as he's done in what 12 years now. And we've been really um, transparent the whole way through with conversations we have. There's certainly been ne never been anything that's come out of the blue, so um, we won't see where that sits. He is fully Port Adelaide and um, he'll, he'll live on at Port Adelaide, as he should, as, as one of the great captains. And uh, I've been lucky to have him. I've had two captains, basically, and I'm very, very lucky to have had both boys. But, um, you know, Tom, today is about Tom. Couldn't be more proud of him. Fifth year as captain. <laughs> I'm not going to put up with you, given the bloody diseases, Jared. Going back to the dark days of not 2020. Oh, yeah. Remember that? You go next door. Where's Sellers? Sellers looking at the different touch. <laughs> um, dropped twice this season. He's played the last three. It's really... So he's on a hair trigger as to whether he's there come qualifying final. Is this distracting? I'll take it off <laughs> take if you want. Yeah. OK. Don't cough again because it's going back on. Oh, it is. He's, I, I think it's beyond a hair trigger. I, I don't know if he's going get to a, get a game and... He's got a couple of games in the back half. I don't know if it's worked for him to come out. Maybe they're using it as... You're looking for every little thing to, ha yeah. to happen. Maybe that was what was in behind Maybe today, to get a game. Part of it. But if they get injuries, he's in. So he's not going to give up. No. He's been, he's been a very consistent player, well-respected player. Unfortunately for him, we often talk about season to season. For him, it was, it was a half a season closure. It sort of caught up with him at that half season, and Ken Hinckley had to make that awful decision, Jared, of saying, You're our captain, but we, we can't play it. Yeah. Which would have been a very difficult decision. Yeah. 
for They've Kevin actually Edley. navigated that really well. You know why? How this they has been a club captain who's been dropped for lengthy periods of time. Do you know why it's been navigated so well? Says so much about Tom. Yeah. Jonas, the person. Yeah. To be able to accept what's happened, and not drop his head. That's why the club have navigated it so well. Yeah. And three other journeymen there on the screen, Josh Bruce, Tom Hickey and John Segler, all have announced that this is the end for them as well. A few clubs, it's fair to say, it's hotted up for, and they find themselves right in the heat of the furnace. There's a whiff out west. Clearly it's not a happy camp. And I want to know why. Is there any circumstance in which Luke Beveridge isn't the coach of the Bulldogs next season? No, no, not in, not in my eyes or the club's eyes. As far as we're concerned, there's, there's no chance that will happen. But, you know, depending on how the end of the season finishes out, we've got to be uh, very open and transparent with ourselves and make hard calls where we need to. Isn't this incumbent upon the coach to get the best out of yep. his best players? Yep. It's one of the major functions yep. of a it coach. Is. It is. So what does that tell you about Luke Beveridge and the impact he's having on this playing group? Change is needed now, otherwise it'll get ugly. I think they need to make a hard call. He's been a great coach for the footy club. Put a statue of him up, put a, a plaque up at the Witten Oval and celebrate what he has done. But 2016's a long time ago, and since then they've just been an ordinary club. If Adam Simpson survives, I will be the most surprised person in footy. Stay or go, is he going to be coaching next year at the West Coast? I didn't think it was in Simo's best interest. Yeah, um, sure. I think he... I think he can offer another group more, and when you've, when you've gone stale at a club, it's best to move on. What on earth was that from Essendon? It, it, it looked like they, the players gave up, which is damning. Why are Hawthorne finishing so strong? They're young. We're all, every team's young. Well, it's been a poor, poor finish. Let's play a bit of real or overreaction there. Starting with the Bulldogs. Yep. Luke Beveridge is fighting for his job. Real or overreaction? No, not this year. That's an overreaction. Big overreaction. A couple of people in the media saying he should be sacked now. I think that's ridiculous, only my opinion. Um, they've got some work to do. They've got, to, they've got to reset their football department. And that might include Chris Grant. It might include other people in the football department. It's already cost Rowan Smith. They've got to bring in some different people to support, not overthrow to support, challenge, bring in ideas, be creative. This is what football clubs do. You can go down the, go down the one avenue, Jared, and throw everything out, or you can say, no, hang on. This guy's proven he can coach. Now, has he lost his way in some way? Or he's lost direction or whatever, and the team's... What's We're not throwing it all out. Righto, stop, put everything on the table, and let's all work together. That's what good football clubs do. Let's work together and see how it goes. He's got a year. There's pressure on Luke Beveridge. There's no doubt about that. So he's got two to run. This is two the, the extension kicks in at the end of this season. They wouldn't want to go tumbling south next year. There'll be, there'll be riots in the west. But no, it's happening now. For, Gross for, overreaction. First step is to change what's around. Yeah, and then that's what it's about, isn't it? Before. It's not working. We've got to make some change. Jared, Adam Simpson is better off going. Real or overreaction? Uh, so I felt that's real, but that's easy for me to say. That's the only thing I'll preface there. That's easy for us to say on the Very. outside. So it's been my view since the earlier stages of the season that, that his talents and his coaching is actually now wasted in this job. There's been a lot of losing done already, but the next two years are actually the grim time. That's when winning's going to be so hard to come by while mm. you go super young and develop. And I think there is a threshold to what can be absorbed on that front. To watch him on Sunday was to see a coach that was fully dialled in and, and enjoying the challenge 
in front of him. He hasn't always looked like that this year. But I do think there's... I th I'm a bit weary of West Coast sending out press releases that say, essentially, we haven't sacked him yet. No, no, that's Come on. That is Just get to... Do, they what, do whatever you think is right. They're treating him appallingly, mate. And our, our boards mm. at football clubs have a terrible habit of this. They're treating him like he's an outsider. I, 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 I can't believe it. I'm, well, we've got a short time. But it, it, it is bewildering what is happening over there. But, you know, if we deep dive a little bit further, Adam Simpson has shown that he can coach a very good team. Yeah. I... He can coach a premiership team. He knows how to get a team from seventh to the premiership, fourth to a premiership, primary final weekend to a grand final to winning it. He has shown to do that. Unfortunately, he's not the first time in the history of footy. He's shown as a coach that he's struggling to coach a team yeah. who hasn't got the talent. And he's not alone there. I think he'll be a hell of a coaching resource to have loose on the landscape. Would Richmond go after him? No, I think they've made their choice in what they're doing, narrowing their field down to the those who have coached a team but not an AFL team. So mm. I felt like in right at the start, if Simpson had left early, mm. I, f I felt like that's where he would end well, up. I thought but there's a possibility. I think we're... A, I've, I don't Maybe. know. I feel like we're a long way from Stranger things out to Jared. Essendon hasn't improved. Really no, I think that's an overreaction. I actually agree with Brad Scott when he says there's individual improvement at that footy club. But that's no excuse for, I think, and I've been on with this with you for about eight weeks now and you thought I was a bit harsh and you didn't say that to me, but that's what I, I felt you were thinking of me. That um, I said to you last Wednesday, this team hasn't played unrelenting football for a long time, like dog-hungry football, like watching Carlton Football Club going out and playing as if their lives depend on it. I think Essendon supporters look at the club and say, improved, 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 improved. Where's the fight? Where, where does the fans feel proud of their team? Because they're certainly not feeling proud of themselves right now. Yeah, so they're looking at each other going, what is going on? And guess what? They're looking at the coach and the support staff and say, what is going on? Are we, are we being coached this way? Defend. Do some fundamentals before we start going, let's go chip, chip, chip crack in. Sometimes, often, Jared, often, not sometimes, often, attitude decides football games. And they've got to find something really, really quickly. Uh, this, is, this is the jumper that the Bombers are going to wear in this I clash on yeah. Friday night. It's a good cause, isn't so, it? So, yes, join forces with the TAC and the, the sash is a seatbelt for a powerful yeah. message to combat the, the tragedy of deaths on the roads. That is a very, very, very good... Is there any more overreactions? That is it. Right on. That is it. I'm going to bring the players in, shall we? Yeah. Shall we chat to Christian Petrarca and Toby Green? So, really interesting... Situations facing each. The Giants might have to win the last game to see finals. They probably will. And Christian well, Petrarca, they should. They it should might win. be a dead rubber with fourth lockdown.